yeah. Yo, Ange is on you. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Yo, Yo. we back. Hey, hey, I thought we was done after yeah. the fifth one. Right? They tried to I get rid of us. I thought we was done after that. Yeah, I word. am surprised. The yeah. Familia, we back. Today is hot. It's hot today. Yes, it is. Yo, it's hot in hell, son. So just chill. Yo, yo, man. How how long is this gonna last? We've been pretty uh, disciplined. Actually, got five five episodes done. Probably when some trials and tribulations start, we start crying. Yeah, Yeah. one more like snow. We're gonna be (laughs) we're gonna be like Lord. Is this your will? Is this is this you, Lord? Is this your will, Lord? (laughs) A little rain. Really you talking this. about rain. I'm talking about son. Satan's a hater. Don't worry. When y'all start dropping like flies, filthy will still be here. Filth. Yo, he talked about. <laughs> he, talks, he talks about himself in the right, third go ahead. person. Let's get the filthy segment Yo. out the way. Nah, he we talk- don't need a filthy segment. I'm just saying. What, hap- uh, what happened to Nabisco? He's gonna <laughs> shout out. Yo, he shouts out a brand every episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Nabisco. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Double stuffed Oreos. <laughs> Maybe unofficial sponsor, <laughs> but they get me through. Oh man! And I can't forget my boy Starbuck. Oh, this guy <laughs> shout out all the, yo. Those double shot espressos, cappuccinos. Whew. Yo, yo, Mike, how you doing, man? God is good, man. Uh, last week's was um, baptisms. Oh yeah, it's crazy how we went over baptism, and we Did had it? yeah we had baptisms. We went over baptism. Yeah, we went over um, baptisms. The yeah, at church. The, the at church. No, but in chapter uh, three, the, remember the crews were beefing. Right, yeah, the crews like were beefing in chapter ah, two, yeah, and we right, started right, chapter. Right. We started that chapter, the end of yeah, chapter two, right, yeah, right. and it was yeah, crazy yeah. how we ended it, and then we had baptisms and dog is is <sighs> baptisms never get boring. That's I think that's high, like. Bro. You know, when it says, like, all of heaven rejoice when one sinner gets saved, bro, mm-hmm. it's like, yo, it, it's amazing every time you see somebody, like, give their life to Christ and uh. go through that, that whole, um, you know, go through baptism. Mm. You know, we know baptisms, water baptisms doesn't save you. You know, it's an outward expression of what happens inside, but it's like, it's like a wedding, you know what I mean? A wedding don't make you husband and wife. But you still goes back to weddings again, right? I love weddings. Yo, but you said a wedding don't make you husband and wife? Yeah, having a wedding doesn't make you a husband and wife, dog. What like, you talking about? Break that down. What you talking about? Dog, you could you could get married to somebody and be unfaithful the whole time. But you still you're not a technically real, right. You're married, husband but and wife. as far as I'm talking about, you're not a real husband. You're talking about acting the way the right. person acts, right? It's but like, the the, the, but the marriage marriage makes is declaring positionally the covenant of man and women in front of God. I, so no, that makes you husband and wife, right? I I understand what you're saying, but mm-hmm. just because you you have people that get married and then they wasn't really together, like they was never really committed to it. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, there wasn't really just mm. because you have the ceremony, that don't mean you're really You understand what I'm saying? It's because like, if you're not faithful, if you're unfaithful to each other and you're not faithful to the covenant, 
But you're still married. Oh, you're though. still married. All right, I get what you're saying. <laughs> but like I was saying with with the um the baptisms, just because you go through the water baptism doesn't mean you know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. saved. Right. Like you can go through the whole ceremony of mm-hmm. it, but it's something inward. Right. No, I get what you're saying. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? And yeah. that's the only reason I I, I I I thinged it to that. Because like okay. people you can say you people right. could come to you and be like, I'm a Christian, but they're not really saved. Right. Yeah. So just because right. you hold the title, like and that's the only reason I brought the situation of the marriage is like okay. you could be like, Yo, I'm a husband, I'm a husband, but you're unfaithful the whole time. So in right. the eyes of God, dog, it's yeah, you're a husband, yeah, you're saying it, but is it real? It's not so, real. So here's here's the way I'm looking at it. The marriage, the ceremony actually is declaring something where something mm-hmm. happens. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, baptism is a declaration of something that already happened. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why the way you broke it down, oh, I was right. confused. I, right. I'm like, saying. well, right, the ceremony right, right, right. actually means something in marriage. Right. Whether or not you know you uphold you know, uphold those covenants. Covenant. Right. You know that's on you, but. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I think the comparison was just yeah. I smell you, Mike. Little, I know where you come. You understand from. what I'm saying? I'm just saying it in the mm-hmm. sense of in the eyes of God of Go ahead, being. Tag him out, Ange. Tag him out. <laughs> 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 now I'm just saying as far as something being real and something being fake. You understand? It's just like when Jesus says, "In that day, many will come to me and be like, Lord, Lord, I did this in your name. I did that in your name.' And He's gonna be like, Depart from me. I never knew you.'" But to, in their eyes, they're going to be like, mm-hmm. I was a Christian this whole time. Too many right. of them out there. I was, look, Lord, many look at all the stuff I did in your but name. I, I did this, I did that. I question that. What I question mean? if they're deep down inside, they really think they're Christians. Yeah, they of do. Some they do. Some are yeah. deceived. It's I deception. Think. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, in the sense of, that's the only reason I gave that comparison. Because of it's you in your mind, you can be deceived. You yeah. understand? So in your mind, you could be like, Okay, I went. I got baptized. You got people. You come up to you. You got baptized. They got baptized as a baby. In their mind, they're like, "Yo, dog, I'm saved. I'm going right. to heaven because I was." You understand? Because of that false theology. But are those people genuine? I I, I believe. Truly, I think saved. I, I believe they're saying? truly. I think they're genuine. I think they're genuine. So like, they're for deceived. example, like Mormons, they they're genuine about you know their belief. They're genuinely deceived. Yeah, but exactly. they are genuine when they are hitting the streets, the pavements, knocking on doors, right. sharing their Book of Mormons. They really believe, they believe it. that they're doing but, the work of the Lord. Okay, so are they genuinely? Because my question is, all right, if a soul is genuinely seeking God, would He not reveal Himself to them? If, now you could be genuinely religious, mm-hmm. right? Right, and that's just a religious system. But are you genuinely, like we went over with Nicodemus, right? Are you genuinely seeking the truth? Mm. So now you can have somebody that's in a religion and you're you're in it, you know, wholeheartedly. You're in the religion. So that's why I'm, that my series of questions, right? All right, those people that came and said, Lord, Lord, were you genuinely seeking the truth or were you in doing religion? A lot of people do religion. Yeah. Right. Nicodemus was doing religion and Christ was like your dog get out of here yeah but I think it's it's all according to theology and it's like what what Paul says I think in Romans when he goes um they have a zeal but not according to knowledge you understand mm-hmm. like he's like yo like these people like because Paul was there 
when Paul was out there killing Christians, he genuinely felt like he was doing the work of God. Mm-hmm. It's not until God came and was like, no, dog, you off. So that's the only reason I make comparisons to anything. It's because you can hold the title and you can say you're something, but that doesn't mean it's true. If you don't have the proper theology, if you're not doing it the way Jesus wants you to do it. There's people who worship all the, and we're going to go through it in this chapter. Like there's people who worship and they think this is, I'm worshiping God. And it's like, no, th- there's only one way to worship God. And that's through Jesus Christ. So, you know where I see the difference? Cause we only see the exterior, right? We only right. see what people could do, but God could see the heart. Exactly. That's why I brought that example. So, you know, although we might see somebody be like, oh, they're genuine. Ex- yeah, you could fool you could fool man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But God sees the heart and the hearts of those guys or whoever that came and said, Lord, Lord, them Jesus was like, Your dog, stop. You can't fool me. Exactly. You could fool everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that's why I brought the question so, about somebody that's genuinely yeah. seeking, wouldn't the Lord reveal okay. Oh, of course. Right. I, I believe So that. like you're saying, like for example, with like the Mormons, are they truly seeking the Lord? Right. right. Or or is it just it's a front? Religion. Right. You know, there's a lot of listen. There's a lot of uh, uh, benefits to religion. And a lot of people could use it however they want to use it. Mm-hmm. But is it? Are you using it to draw closer to the living God? So in truth mm-hmm. and in spirit. And that's what I'm saying. Like before, because before I was saved, you know, there was points where I genuinely felt like. I was seeking God, you know, but I wasn't doing it in truth. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't tell me. Yeah, but where did you end up? Right. But that's what I'm saying. But if I didn't, let's say I, if I'd have died there, you understand what I'm saying? I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's why, that's why, that's why being, that's why truth, and like I said, we're going to go through it in this chapter. That's why truth is so important. That's why he mm. said spirit and in truth, because there's people, you know, they'll be like, I'm a worship, you know, and there's people who out there and I think they're genuinely deceived because that's mm. what the enemy does. bro. Yeah. he deceives yeah, I, people. I agree with that. And I, and I think we're always there at a certain point until we found the truth and we realized the whole time we was like, yo, hold up. I thought I, I thought I was in the truth. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in, I wasn't in the truth. Right. It, that wasn't real. So, so Ange, say something, man. Something, man. See, <laughs> tapped in. Ange tapped in. Yo. Nah, man. You know I just, people want to hear your voice, Ange? Yo, they don't care about me, bro. Chill. I'm just here to get beat up on. That's all y'all do, man. They make fun of me. Right, here we go. You hear me? Everybody listening, they just Yo, make Ange, fun of had, me. If I, told, I had a I, violin right I told now, you, <laughs> a real told small me. one, a little violin, it would have been on my shoulder. I hate getting made I told fun of. you, and, and you told me. It. I would have been strumming that little violin just for you. Bro. I'm not saying that so people could feel sorry for me. It's for the shorties. <laughs> I mean... Yo, Yo chill, yeah, That's bro. a shorty tactic? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that shorty no Yo, you bugger, son. Yo, these guys think he making yo, fun my, of me. Yo, after two, when was it? Last Edge, week? I like, I like 
I like when you when you say stuff, and <laughs> don't worry about them. Listen, guys. I, I just want to make a shout out. I ain't get married, son. After you married dudes told me some information oh, last week. Was you? First of all, <laughs> wait. Oh no, you wasn't here. You. Oh, all right, thanks. But I can't. I can't yeah. deal with it. I can't deal with that. Son bro. is. We gotta, can't talk about that. You got to take it. You got to take it with a grain of salt, dog. Take don't, what? Don't. What we were saying to you, bro. No, I'm not taking. And it with even a after. <laughs> and even after I tried to explain it to him. He was so, he was so in shock. Listen, you're nah, gonna have, we're gonna have, we're gonna have the people confused because they weren't privy to that conversation. It, 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 so, right, trust well, me, yeah. it's a different. When we, when we get to the ma- yeah. marriage section, <laughs> right? When we get to Corinthians seven, yeah, <laughs> we're probably gonna be sitting there for a while because this is gonna be coming from a male point of view, so, right? But I, we, should, we should we should give out the email address so people could send us hate email. Chill. That's what you want. You got who you gotta pray for? Yo, this guy <laughs> said he want hate email, so you can pray for them. Okay, you we can pray for them, for them right yeah, now. This guy's waiting for Yo, look at this. You should have seen how his eyes lit <laughs> up. No, you said know who to pray for. No, we, no, the Lord knows. Good, who good they save, are. good save. The Lord knows <laughs> who they <laughs> are. <laughs> Yo, his eyes lit up. He said the hate email. Tweet, tweet us, tweet us <laughs> on the tweet. Yo, and you started the Facebook yet? I'm not starting Facebook. You start it up, and I'll run it. Son, somebody probably already took the name and started. <laughs> <laughs> they probably heard five episodes. It was like, yeah, right, these guys yeah. might need this in a few. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get this name. I told you. And I'm going to and I'm going to charge them. That's how you intern to do the. Facebook. I'm going to charge them big bucks. Yeah, just done. Got the name <laughs> to free it up later. Mm. All right. So where we at, man? John chapter four. Chapter four. Yeah, man. We moving, moving along nicely, bro. <laughs> Yeah, we are. We, we, got, are. The, we, we got, got the four horsemen here today. Big Ralph in the building. Yeah, the four horsemen wasn't good. Chill, son. Yeah, 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 this guy said four horsemen. <laughs> four horsemen was not good. Yo, four horsemen is not destruction to the world. Yeah, they bought That's what we do. We destroying things Yo, out B. there in the spiritual realm. Yeah. The enemy, it's we safe. just destroying. Yo, go ahead. Come on, son. Ah. Let's go deeper. Sons of Thunder. <laughs> yeah, that's the Sons of Thunder right there. Yeah. Where you want me to read? Let's let's do the first the first section, man. First three, six two. verses? Nah, nah, nah. Just three. Oh, three? The first Going three? Two, three, and we, we could kind of walk through this one. This one got a lot of stuff in there, so I don't want to rush it. All right, let's do this. Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself did not baptize but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again to Galilee. So you guys remember last time we were talking about, you know, John's disciples and Jesus's disciples and, you know, the tension that was starting up between the two. You know, Jesus' disciples growing. And yeah. John, so so now we see, you know, it kind of opens up with that. You know, straight continuing from that section. And what, what do we see happening? Just the Lord is just that humility. He said, all right, I'm going to keep it moving then. You know, instead of staying there and keeping that tension, he decided right. to move. Yeah, so. and... It's something that the Pharisees could have leveraged and used against them, right? Because he says, you know, he heard 
he knew that the Pharisees heard that something was happening. And he was like, all right, you know, before this gets out of hand, mm-hmm. before this turns into something that they could probably use to, you know, try to stain the ministry, right? To make people look bad. You know, people use a situation and, and manipulate it. Jesus was like, all right, we out. Let's be out. Exactly. Let's make a move. Let's go someplace yep. else. Yeah. Right? We don't want that controversy. Yeah. We don't want no drama. That's not we here. That's yeah. not what we here for. Man. We're not about the drama. Mm-hmm. So Especially in order to right. and and like you said, I was humbling. So he was like, "Yo, let's make a move. Mm. Let's go someplace else." So um, he decided to go back to Galilee. Right. Um, I think we op- that was in chapter two. When we were thinking about the marriage, going back to that area, but he said something that he needed to do, which was very interesting. Mm. Yep. Verse four. Yeah. But he needed to go through Samaria. Mm. Mm. Yeah, when I read that, yeah. I was like, yo, God needed to do something. Mm. That made it very, very, um, it, it stood out. Right. Right? It, it shows priority. Priority and, listen, we're going to this new location, but there's something that I need, need to do, and, and it's priority that I do this. Yeah, that's very interesting um, that you bring that up, because when you first hear about it, um, that he needs to go through Samaria, so immediately you're thinking um from a physical from a physical aspect he did not need to go if it's geographically um necessary because there's three different ways to get through Samaria right he could either go along the coast along the you know along the coast um he could go through Samaria or he could go along the other side go through Perea so there were like three different ways of getting to Samaria mm. from, where he, from where he was at. Because, you know, the northern aspect was Galilee. The southern aspect was Judea. And between um, north and south was Samaria, you know, which is what's called the West Bank today. So there were, he had three options. So now normally would a, a rabbi, a teacher, a Jew, mm. would they normally go through Samaria? No. Nope. Nah. Now why not? Let's talk they about avoided it. it. Like Let's talk the play because they hated the people there. Why did they hate them? Yeah, mm. the Samaritans, right? The Samaritans lived in that region, Samaria, and they hated the Jews. Hated the Samaritans. Exactly. He had, I mean, tremendous hatred. Like, in fact, there were some prayers. They said that some of the greatest prayer of mercy that a Jew would say about a Samaritan was that you know that during the day of resurrection that they don't resurrect right that's, <laughs> that, that's evil that is well, that like, is some serious hatred that's like go to hell that's like telling <laughs> that's somebody exactly go to hell I think there was another prayer that said that the Samaritans were, was, they were fodder for hell mm. wow <laughs> and I mean that's, that's hate that's deep rooted right so how did it start? Where did it start from? I mean, the Jews, you know, it was all about lineage and genealogy mm-hmm. for them. 
and you know Samaritans were um, I think like half they were mixed half breeds yeah they were like half Jewish and I think half Assyrian or something yeah half Assyrian right and they looked at them like you're not full bloods you're not full you know you're not full breed you're not you're not really Jews mm-hmm. and you know that beef started and and Samaritans they started like their own religion their own they built their own temple you know what I mean so, so, so before we even get to the religion part what what are we seeing Where's race, the tension? We're race. seeing race tension, oh, racial yeah, tension, racial. and and like you're saying with this racial, as as Mike is bringing out, um, it if as you read when you read throughout um, Kings Chronicles, you see how they were very particular in genealogy. They could trace back their roots, you know, all the way back to Moses mm-hmm. to Jacob. So everyone, but they couldn't because when they were taken into captivity under the Assyrian captivity in 722 BC, mm-hmm. you know, and they were taken and the Assyrians were heavily into mixing and marrying and all of that. So there was heavy mixing. Mm-hmm. So with all that intermarriage with the Assyrians, they lost, they got totally watered down. And, you know, their, one of their main laws was do not mix with any of mm-hmm. the other nations. Exactly. So now you got a big mixed group of people. So you know you got this this two groups right with racial tension. You're not like me. You're from you're a half breed. You're less than me. You're less than me, right? Both sides um, hate each other, deep rooted hatred. Yeah. And you you're talking about hundreds of years. Right, of, of this deep-rooted hatred. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, Mike, you were talking about the religious aspect. Yeah. Like, they built <laughs> they built their own temple, and they didn't worship, you know, where the Jews built their temple. So the Jews always looked at them like, you know, you guys, um, you're not even, like, religiously, you're not even following um, properly. So you're talking about race. They felt like they were a mixed breed, so they hated them for that. And then they didn't think they were real worshipers. They didn't think they were real followers of the true and living God. So they looked down on them on both of those aspects. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's, you know, there's a whole history behind it. And you know, God willing, maybe we'll get to the Old Testament one day and we'll kind of go through it in more detail. But we're seeing differences in, in uh, race. We're seeing clashes in religion um and that that was the samaritans that was the people and you know jesus was like i need to go through there right on their way to galilee right so let's read on verse five says so he came to a city of samaria which is called sikar near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. Mm. Hold on, hold on. Stop right there. What's <coughs> another thing that jump out? Jesus was tired. Oh. Yo, can you imagine that? <laughs> Yo, Yo, God be. God <laughs> in the flesh. Relating to me. yo, you ever had a long day at work? And yeah, you're just tired, and it was hot. Like it's hot, hot today. It was hot. It was like one of today's hots. <laughs> and you see, Jesus, Jesus could relate to that. Yeah. Right. right, he could relate to the things that man 
goes through because mm. he went through it himself. He got tired. He was like, yo, I'm tired. He was 100% human. He was. And, yeah. you know, it, it's... And, and he I, saw a well. That's why he was like a dog. There's a well. I'm going to go sit by the well because it's hot. Dog. <laughs> hungry. <laughs> I'm thirsty. We've been, we been walking. What? Right. Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. Mm-hmm. Yo, let me stop over here. And he, you, you know, he was probably thinking about, oh, this is Jacob's well. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about the history. Right. Mm-hmm. Thinking about all that. All right, let me post up over here near this well. But yeah. Jesus was tired. Mm. That's real. I'm it's glad. Real. I'm glad. You know, John put that in there. The Holy Spirit. Yeah. Know, inspired him to put that in there. Yeah, that was a clear de- depiction because it's not. He's not superhuman. He was he completely emptied himself mm. to show that he was fully man. Exactly. You know, and you know what I'm just thinking of when he when he, they use the word weary, and as you, you know how he says, you know, if you're weary and heavy laden, mm. <laughs> yeah, you know, take 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 up my yoke. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And here he is, the one that you know handles our weariness. He got weary. That's yeah. crazy. He Physically. knows exactly what he's, he knows. what we felt, what we're feeling. Yo, how yeah. could you? How could you not want to rock with Jesus, dog? Because you don't believe he's God. Yeah, he's that dude. <laughs> because I think it's because people, like, what, even when I talk to people, they're like, "Ah, oh, Jesus was just a man like you and me." It's because the scriptures, probably scriptures like this, they read Jesus got tired, they read Jesus was hungry, and they be like, "Ah, oh, Jesus was a man just like you and me. He was just a good teacher. Mm-hmm. He was a good prophet." And that's why John, this whole book is to show you that Jesus is God. Even though he got weary, even though he got hungry, even though he got thirsty, don't forget Jesus is God. And that yeah. shows that he, he relate he relate to us. Yeah. These are things that we go through. All right. So when you read that you're like, Oh man, I know how it is to be tired. Mm. Right. And so does Jesus. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so, so we're going to read about what happened when he posted up at the well. And verse 7. 7 says, A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. Whoa. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's talk about it, guys. Let's go. Mm. I mean, this well, you know, they considered it kind of like common ground. You know what I mean? Because it was Jacob's well. And Jacob was, you know, he was uh, um, the forefather. And the Samaritans respected Jacob, too. Mm-hmm. So Jesus, he knew, coming to this well, Samaritans come here and get water, too. So it wasn't, like it says, like he had to go through, um, he had to pass through Samaria. God always got a plan, you know? So this Samaritan woman coming along, it was, you know, it wasn't like this was something that was unusual for Samaritan women to come and draw there. What's what's unusual was the time Mm -hmm. that she went to draw. Right. Because it was what, noon? Correct. It was very hot. That wouldn't be the time you go to draw water, right? So it gives a picture that she was by herself. She came to draw water. Right. And, 
go ahead, Ralph. No, nah, because usually, like, like just to jump off that point you're making, all the women, as you read through the scriptures, you know, when Isaac went to find his wife, when Moses was, you know, helped Zipporah um, at the well, when he fought off those those thieves, right? Um, as you go through the scriptures, you always notice that whenever they come to draw water, it always came early in the morning. So it's usually twice. A lot of times it's early in the morning or later in the evening when the sun starts going down. Mm -hmm. So it's always usually in the cool of the day. You know, so that's where Ange gotta go to the well. <laughs> I Bro, think I'm about that's to say you're where Isaac found that. <laughs> <laughs> yo, what's the website? I, I was, yo, but yo, while I was reading, I the was like, well. yo, I gotta, <laughs> <laughs> yo, I was like, yo, Ange gotta go to the well, dog. Yeah, yeah. You gotta go say, to you the just gotta, po gotta post up by the well, man. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's where all the shorties yo, is man, at. No wells out here, sewers out <laughs> here. Good luck finding a well in Brooklyn, dog. <laughs> That well be poison. <laughs> Just rats <laughs> swimming in that well water. <laughs> and empty bags of potato chips. Hey, you don't want to meet no... All right, man, let's, let's read on before. We... No, leave the shorties yeah. alone, man. Nah, baby. You're going to meet them at the well, baby. <laughs> got to sure go to Samaria. Make sure the well is clean. <laughs> So we see we see uh, Jesus engaging this Samaritan woman, and what does he what does he ask? He asks her for a drink of water. Yeah, give me a drink. And uh, he was thirsty. thirsty. So he was weary. He was thirsty, and he was alone. Like, okay. and remember, I, the disciples went to get food. Right. Yes. And he was hungry. I was just saying that. I'm like. Why did all 12 disciples go to get food, but he just stood behind by himself? Was it, I don't know if it's 12. I don't know if it's 12 of them yet. Well, as he sent them all, it said. I'm thinking Jesus sent them. Yeah, he sent he sent them all. You mm. know why? Why? Because y'all got to mess this up. Right. Mm. Yeah, I, need you, I need to deal with this. You know why? Because y'all is racist. Y'all racist. That's, right. that's what I'm Bigoted. <laughs> racist. Y'all a bunch of bigots. And, so, right. and you got to understand, she was a woman, too. And it wasn't right. it wasn't formal for men to speak to um, and Jesus was a, considered a rabbi, rabbi. right yeah. so it's like for her to, for him to be speaking to her in public you know at that back then women ain't have the rights that they have now right you know what I mean so he's like yeah prejudice, prejudice. probably sexist right. sexist <laughs> bigots bigots like yo y'all gotta mess this up yeah right. and I need to, you know when this plan was hatched <laughs> for this meat. Word up. Before the foundation. Before the foundations of the world. <laughs> and y'all not going to go mess this up. That's right. Yo, go into town, go get some food. Right. Crazy. I'll be all right over here. Yeah. And especially, we know that, like, like, the point that Mike is saying is that rabbis were not even allowed to talk to their own wives or their daughters in the public. Right. Wow. <laughs> you That's know? crazy. It was, you know, and the thing is, and she knew, and she said, but you're a Jew. So she, how did she know that he was a Jew? Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming they dressed in a certain way. Outfit, yeah. Right. Yeah. Probably. So and they yeah. Right. He probably had the the border blue, probably had the you know, the tassels. Probably. You know. Um, to show all of that. Did Jesus have fame at this time? Did his name did he have a, a big enough name where people probably speaking about him? I don't know if he nah. reached Sam Samaria yet. It was in it was in Jerusalem, right? Mm -hmm. Where he was doing mm -hmm. all the signs. Mm -hmm. Probably in Galilee. You know, the the private streets was talking a little. The streets do talk. Streets, streets like to talk. <laughs> streets has been talking. Streets dog. always talking. When yeah. did the streets stop talking? You heard up. Still talking today. <laughs> streets was <laughs> streets was talking in uh, 30 BC, mm. 30 AD. I mean, the streets was talking. <laughs> streets stay talking. 
So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are not gonna mess this up, man. You guys are not gonna be looking at her funny. Straight up, Correct. You guys are not gonna be judging her. So I'm gonna need you, you guys take a little, go on a little mission, go get some food. Right. That's a great point that you said. You're not going to judge her. Number mm-hmm. one Samaritan, right? So they already we know that they're racist, they're mm-hmm. bigots, you mm-hmm. know, they don't deal with women properly. So all these things are stirring on their hearts. And then you said judging her. Mm-hmm. Like you remember that point you said she was there in the afternoon. Why was she there in the afternoon? Because exactly. usually by the herself. women by herself, usually the women gather together. Right. So why was she there alone? So and is is you know, the scriptures it drops hints, mm-hmm. right? It drop these little hints that you know kind of give you clues on this person or this woman and maybe the things that she was going through mm-hmm. um and the fact that she was going to get water you know you have to carry a bucket sometimes you carry it on your head and she's by herself and it's hot like you pick the hottest time where the sun is at its peak to go and get water you know you could kind of look into that and be like why why would you do that maybe you wanted to avoid everybody else you wanted to avoid the other women you wanted to go get your water mind your business and go back to doing whatever you you was doing you know what i'm saying without having to deal with anything and it was clear she said for jews have no dealings with samaritans that that whatever that note is whether it was her or john writing this as you see it in parentheses, but yeah. it was that statement was clear. Like, mm-hmm. you guys don't mess with each other because of these things, because of this racial tension. Mm-hmm. It says mm-hmm. no dealings. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, you know, you could see a Jew in the summer. It was like, dog, we not even, we not. You're never gonna see them in a picture together. I'm never gonna right. be a selfie together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would never see a selfie of a Jew and a Samaritan and, together. And and you know, it was applicable to what he asked. Because, you know, technically, she's like, you're a Jew. You're not supposed to be drinking from the same cup. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you ask that? Like, in terms of dealing, yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. you know, the, the, his disciples went to buy stuff. So there is some type of dealing. But she was like, you're not supposed to be drinking from my cup. Like, right. a Jew would never do that. You're right. right. You never drink from the same cup. That's, like, crazy. Mm-hmm can't drink from the same place that's crazy yeah that was some jews only samaritans only yeah that's probably the the, the signs yeah straight up jews 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 only (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to paint the picture of the you know the 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 the, and what was it the social norm right how would you categorize it i don't know yeah that's that's what was going on so now this is a perfect example all right how does jesus deal with that how does how does jesus deal with race relations mm. this is a perfect example of this and sex right. and sex sexism right. sexism or sex. racism 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 prejudice all of that all and, of that is in there yeah right. and this this is a very deep city i mean just one quick little sidebar little adage is that one of the greatest hatred they had was because it was one of the judean Kings John Hurricane is the the first I think in um around one uh, one twenty five one thirty B C that when they had established the temple because remember the the Samaritans that wanted to help during Nehemiah wanted to help build the temple and they said you'll get out of here we don't know parts of you so when they built their own temple right, it was this dude John Hurricane is the first that came and destroyed their temple 
Also, so, a Jew destroyed the it, temple. Yeah, it was a yeah during the Maccabean era. Mm. So it was around around 125 um, to 104 BC when they came and they demolished that temple. So they had nothing to worship when you and you know they had established that temple when they hold division between the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. Right. So. So they had beef. <laughs> Serious beef. Yep. Deep rooted beef. Yeah. So now, um, so she says, you know, she says what she says, like, and she's checking them too, like, yo, what do you want? Mm. You know, you know how it goes. Right. <laughs> right. You trying to? This is how it goes. You're not following the rules. Right. You shouldn't be asking me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink. Mm. You're not supposed to be drinking from my cup. What is wrong with you, Jesus? Why are you talking to me? I'm a Samaritan. You're a Jew. Yep. We're not supposed to be getting along. Nope. What does Jesus say? Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Mm. Yo, Jesus doesn't even address it. He never right. addresses. Yo, he barely, yo, he really <laughs> addresses questions when they come to him, like direct address. Because he talks right. about stuff that matters. Exactly. Exactly. Word. That's, That's what matters. matters. Excellent yeah. point. All the time. Dog, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna answer your question. That does not matter. Mm. And then he goes into it. If he knew what really mattered, that's just like the chapter before with Nicodemus, where he's like. You know, Rabbi, I know you a teacher from God. And he's like, you got to be born again. I'm like, what? <laughs> you don't even answer. <laughs> I didn't even. Straight to the point. <laughs> I didn't even. That's not what I was talking about. But like you said, Jesus always talks yeah, about yeah, what matters. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah, we're not supposed to. Yeah, it's messed up what the Jews did. And, oh, uh, man, you know, the 10 tribes None and the Samaritan. No, right. no explanation. Like, yep. oh, that's not important. Right. Salvation. And remember, he needed to come over here. Right. For so her. I'm not like, no, that's not important. Let's talk about what's important. And this is a per you could parallel this to the conversation he had with Nicodemus. Again, we're talking about what's important. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And you know, I read it and it convicted me. Right? What do you talk about when you when you meet people? When you pe- meet people that's probably a different skin tone, different background, different religion. Are you caught up in those things or mm-hmm. do you want to talk about things that are important that really matters? Mm. Right? Mm. So I was yeah, reading man. this. I was, I was convicted. Right. And I'm imagining how Jesus is looking at her because he needed to go see her and the journey tired him out. Hmm. Mm. That's a that's a great point when you said that he needed to go see her specifically. Um, so this was a spiritual need, right, that he needed to go see her. And especially at this time of day when we're talking about her being alone. So now he sees her. Possibly she had to get a second round of water or because of what we we're talking about, she probably could have been ostracized by yeah. the other women. That was the reason. Yeah. You know, um, looked down upon. You know, they then so now not only was looked down upon by her own folks, but then by Jewish folks, mm. you know, so we have all these things stacked up against her. So she's the bottom rung of the ladder. Right. But what Jesus sees, like you said, not even addressing the whole point of like this race 
even going into the whole, you know, the history behind it, because Jesus knew it very well, how he got to that point, that hundred years of tension, that hundred years of racial tension and bigotry, you know. Um, but he saw her that this was someone's daughter, mm. you know, someone who needs to be loved. Probably saw her and imagined her when she was a baby, loved by her family and mm. was not surrounded um, never even knew of this racism around her, you know. She was just a baby, a toddler, a teenager, going to her first prom. We don't yeah. know, but this is the things that he already seen. So he's seen a person, a woman. Yeah, and I'm, and go ahead, Ange. No, nah, I mean I just wanted in the same vein. It's just, and obviously you see what's going on in the world today. But he didn't. He he didn't start a, a parade. You know, to talk about this racism, man. He just went straight to her, saw her as a human being who needed salvation. Mm. He didn't ke- get caught up in the chaos that was enveloping that situation between the Jews and the Samaritans. Mm. It was salvation. This person needs salvation. That's mm. it. That's right. And that's what I see. That's the beauty of, of Christ is that he doesn't fall for those. You know, how many times do we see in the word where people try to get him to make an answer? To give an answer that's going to cause, that's going to incite a flare-up between two different sects. Mm. And he always gives an answer peacefully and has people in awe of him. And there's no violence. It's just salvation, bro. And that's what I that's what I love about this man, bro. But it was, I look at it, it was a bit confrontational. Because Jesus answered her and said, if you knew the gift of God mm. and who it, and who it is who says to you give me a drink you would have asked him you know what i mean so, and it's like he put her in a space of like you're ignorant to these things you're ignorant of three things mm-hmm. three things yeah you're ignorant like and you got to think about her how she's reacting to you know what i mean so it's like you're coming with all this race stuff and jesus is like man you ignorant to to, to what's important but that was her, that's, that was her world view. You know what I'm saying? That was automatic. Like, right. yo, this is how it's supposed to be. And you can't mm-hmm. blame her for that, you know? No, you can't. No, no. She was not blaming her. raised right. in that. No, I'm not saying you are, but you can't you can't blame her for that. But um, and that's why I think he he's you you see he's using it as a teachable moment. And yeah. how I look at it is, she had to be teachable you know because like he they considered him a rabbi he's a teacher you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and the way he approached her was like yo you're ignorant to these things and it's you know you got to think about if somebody came to you let's say we having a conversation and you say something and then i'll be like well that's wrong you know what i mean or you don't know if i tell you you don't know how do you react because people don't like to not know people because everybody think you know listen i think i know all the time you know what I mean? So for when somebody approached me and be like, dog, only if you knew. And the way he posed it to her is like putting her in the space of you got you got to admit you don't know or you don't know. You know what I mean? It's just the way he posed it to her is like there's a space for her to have to humble herself. I also see that she could have like Jesus needed to see her. Right. So he mm-hmm. had he had a mission for her in particular but imagine right 
let's let's bring it to a practical sense now of how your worldview can cause you to miss a blessing. Because her worldview was like, your dog, we're not supposed to deal. How about if she said, yo, give me my bucket, I'm out. Yeah, right. walked away. Dog, you would have missed all of that. Exactly. Because of right. what? Because of pride. False worldview. Because, yeah, exactly. Right? Because you're saying, yo, this is how it's supposed to be. Mm. And this is how we're supposed to move. Yeah. This is how I was born. Else, everybody else says I can't talk to a Jew. Right. I was born this way. And, yeah. that's, and that's why I feel like the way he posed it was, you got to, like I said, like, it's opposing views. Like, mm. he's about to come with. Right. You know, that's why he's like, if you knew, like, so he's basically saying, you don't know. And it's like, how do you react? How do you react when, like you said, you have this worldview in your mind or you, you already have your preconceived notions about some, something and somebody come to you and be like, nah, you don't know. And if, if, How you, do you, knew, react? if you knew, right. you wouldn't have even said what you said. Dog. Like, this, is what, this is how you would have been moving. Right. You would have been asking for this. Right. If you knew the situation that you're in right now. And that's, that's the reason I brought up like your dog. These things could cause you to miss out on a blessing. And in right. this instance, this blessing was salvation, dog. This right. blessing is eternal. Eternal. Life. Amen. So, so you a, a worldview could cause you to dog, not end up in hell. You talk about preconceived yeah. notions, ignorance. Mm, what right. else? You know what I'm saying? Like, think about those things. These are the things that's coming out. You have these preconceived notions on the worldview. You're ignorant about certain. You're ignorant about the truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And it's like this is where it's at, right? This is where she's at right now. Right. <laughs> so, so verse eleven. Let's Quick read. question, though. Go I went to because you mentioned, you know, these are the th- there's three things. Can you go into that a little bit? Well, she she was ignorant of three things. Right. right. Who he was. What he's offering. Mm-hmm. And how to receive it. Mm. Yep, that's what she was. She was ignorant of those, but she was pretty, you know, knowledgeable. <laughs> and this is how I'm supposed to act. Right. Yeah. And you would have missed all of that. Right. You was ignorant to what's important. Right. And it's not oh, let me fix this and then no, the fix is with this new life. Because Jesus didn't address any of that history right he didn't he didn't address any of that he just went straight to the point like your dog if you knew who was if you knew all of this this is how you would have been moving right so people that know right so i know when i when i came to the point where i know what type of questions am i asking how am i moving how am i behaving and how to obtain it Right. So let's 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 move on. Um, and he and he intros, but he also introduced living water. So like you said, there's this water. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <Yo>. Don't <laughs> forget, this is fluid water. I knew that was gonna be an attack on us with the water. About being born. <laughs> Yo, I think <laughs> I think he sits home and think about these things. <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah. I think he can't yeah. wait to get to these. Oh, Mike, Mike, you volleyed that. Though. I wasn't even thinking about the water pot. I didn't. I wasn't about to get into the water pot now, but he brought it up. Nah, it's because because you gotta understand that's what they're talking about water. 
Yeah. Water. And, he, and, and he says living water. You know, water is a, is a is a theme that constantly pop up in, in John. You're right. going to see it. But um, verse 11, the woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with. And the well is deep. Where then do you get this that living water? Mm. Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give, give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water, springing up into everlasting life. Go. Like I said, he said living water, and the first thing she thought about is, dog, the well is deep. How are you going to get this water? Right. She thinking she's still thinking about the well. She's think she's thinking natural. She's thinking physical. She's thinking carnal. You know, and that's why I was like, where you missed it when Jesus was like living water. Like you should have you know, you would have been like, Yo, what is living water? What is that? Is what are you talking about living water? Because he didn't say water, he said living water. Mm-hmm. And the first thing she thought is, You can't get that out that well. Mm. <laughs> like that well is too deep. You know, you right. can't get so you know, Jesus was bringing it spiritual, but yet right. she brought it back physical. carnal and physical. And and uh, and the interesting thing is, when um, when you th- when they're talking about living water back then, they were actually thinking of an actual flowing spring water, constantly flowing. Mm-hmm. You know, they actually so she's thinking this literally. Okay, where is this spring so I could constantly get it flowing? Because usually, if it's just stagnant water, you're gonna find you know larvae. Um, eggs from bugs, insects, and all these other things, right? Doctor Rao. Yo. So, yo. so these things, you know, this is not healthy. You know, this is how they get sick and all these other things. So they want that constant flowing water because it's not going to have all the insects, the larvae, you know, the bugs, and all these other things that could make them sick. So she's like, "All right, can you give me this living? Where's this spring water that's going to keep me healthy? You know, that'll satisfy my thirst." Yeah, and but you don't think verse twelve, she brings it back to sort of a spiritual level a little bit, where she asks, "Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock?" Mm. You know, like that could also be perceived as she's saying, "Well, how are you going to get this living water?" Like, you know, what I, uh, um, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's. I think she went into history. I think she went into culture. Again, I think she went into tradition. Mm-hmm. Right, Jacob was somebody somebody that they held a high regard, right? And she's yeah. saying, "Listen, this well. So you're saying that you could give me something greater than this well? The guy that dug this well is mm-hmm. great. Not only that, not only did this well quench his thirst, it quenched his son's thirst, it quenched his li- livestock's thirst." And then it quenched many generations, generations and generations. generations. You're talking about hundreds of years. So what are you talking about this living water, right? What are you talking? Again, Jesus is talking spiritual, mm-hmm. and she's she's in the the the, the physical, the physical, the she's earthly, in the, plane. The earthly plane. Earthly mm-hmm. plane. Jesus is in the heavenly plane. We saw Nicodemus talk about ah, you gotta go back into the womb. Yeah. No, right. I'm talking about heavenly things. I'm trying to show you heavenly things. And you're you're coming back, but we see the we see her progression also. Right, right. We see 
Jesus engages her and he's pulling her in mm-hmm. and she's she's receiving it and that's why I was like the way he posed the question off the rip he was like you're ignorant of this you know and it's like how do you react when you're in a conversation with somebody and somebody's be like well you don't know this I'm gonna put you on and you're seeing her progression like you're seeing her humbling her because she acts she's like well how do I get this living water she didn't be like well are you crazy what are you talking about yo man this is yeah. Jacob's well this is the this is what we do like you said I'm gonna grab my bucket I'm out of here you talking foolishness you see her engaging she's right. able to have a conversation like uh, how easy it is for us to have a conversation these days right to just have a have opposing views sit down and talk about it and nobody get in their feelings and I try to see what you're saying and you try to see what I'm saying because maybe you could teach me something that's humbling dog right this was a great conviction to me because you you see how Jesus engaged her very gentle you know um, kept kept it spiritual and and she's showing great curiosity you know as they're engaging in this conversation and it was such a conviction because I know when I first got saved you know, the way I entered into conversation, if it was me, it was like, um, can I get some water? She's like, she just said, yeah. I would said, yeah, you're going to need that water because it's hot in hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Damn. immediately, I would have brought condemnation. Like, you're going to hell. You better drink that water. Sons of thunder. <laughs> you know? So, so you see that immediately, like Jesus did not come with this condemnation, but like this curiosity, you know, engaging her so she could come out of her shell to open up. And that's how, like, when I got saved, that's what happened. You know, I was in a conversation with a couple of brothers, and they were like, yeah, Jesus is God. And I was like, what? I was like, Jesus ain't God. Jesus is, you know, the son of God, da-da-da. And they was like, no, Jesus is God. Go read the scriptures. And like I said, at that moment, I was inquiring because I was like, yo, yo, is there really something I don't know? Mm, right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm stressing it so much because... I remember it happening to me where somebody was like, you don't know that? And I was like, nah. And I went home and I searched the scriptures sincerely. And Jesus being God, being revealed to me is what led me on the path of salvation. But I remember that conversation that sparked where somebody said, I didn't know. And there's two ways you could go about it. I could have went like, man, you're talking crazy. I know what I'm talking about. You know, because you have your stands, you have your preconceived notions, you, you, you are who you are and you're not going to change. Or you could be like, wait, time out. Maybe I don't know. Let me go research for myself. You know, like Paul said, like the Bereans were more noble because they went out and searched the scriptures of everything they heard. You know what I mean? So it's very, it, it's humbling. And you seeing that happen, to, like you said, is a progression in what's so, going on. So two things I noticed with this Samaritan woman you know, her identity was deeply rooted in her race. Her identity was deeply, deeply rooted in her culture, right? Mm-hmm. Her history. Um, and one more thing that's going to come out later, but we see her, you know, she's also engaging, right? And then she gets to the point where she says, okay, I want this water. I want this water that you're talking about because this is a good deal. Because mm-hmm. if I don't have to come over here Right. In verse 15, the woman said to him, sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. So she's still thinking about it in a carnal, in an earthly way. Right. She's still 
thinking Jesus is talking spiritual she's still thinking earthly right and um so she she's there right Jesus has her in a place where she's ready to accept this what she doesn't fully get it right but she's ready to accept this this uh this living water mm. and what happens next somebody and, and and 13 where he says everyone who drinks of this water will 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 thirst again but whoever drinks of the water that i will give him will never thirst oh yeah that's a good point oh, yeah. you know so yeah. you gotta think again you're dealing with this race relations you know what I mean? Like we're not supposed to be dealing with each other, and he goes everyone, right? So it's like an invite. Again, it's just not her, but he's like whoever. Mm. Amen. Drinks of yeah. this water, whoever it, everyone. I mean, that word is clear. He not, you'll, you'll be not only that, though. You're gonna be thirsty again <laughs> and again. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the thirst won't stop right <laughs> right that's that's what the world gives you uh-huh. right and she's coming representing you know yeah it did my I, this is my identity, identity. he's like yeah but you're gonna be thirsty you're gonna stay thirsty yeah and you're gonna be thirsty forever <laughs> you'll never be fulfilled with this water right. that you're trying to draw and like you said, the deal he gives her, he goes, but the water I will give will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. So not only will you never thirst again, mm-hmm. but it says it becomes a well in you. Springing That's into a, so eternal life. Others can drink from that, man. That's right. Yeah. You know? It, it, eternal life. So the duration surpasses that of. Time. time time that's how he's kicking it he's he's straight up telling her heavenly things like mm-hmm. revealing that to her but he's he's gonna draw her in some more um so we go into verse 15 15 right so the woman said to him sir give me this water that i may not thirst nor come here to draw so she's ready to accept this water mm-hmm. although she doesn't fully grasp what he's saying Jesus said to her, go call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have well said, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands and the one whom you, yo, Ralph, why are you laughing? <laughs> I lost the words. <laughs> yeah, why are you laughing? <laughs> Jesus said to her, you have well said. I have no husband for you have had five husbands and the one whom you now have is not your husband and that you spoke truly go ahead ralph i know you're nah, saying nah, nah. it's just that conviction bro when you hear that yeah when you hear that um initially mm. you know as you see this conversation progressing right she has some deep you know long sentences you know she's got a lot of important things she's saying she's like hey where's this water coming from are you greater than you know uh jacob and the second he said go get your husband he said i I don't have a husband that was the shortest response (laughs) (laughs) that was the she was like whoa 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 hold on Mm -hmm. you know that who that remind me of ralph what who it's like (laughs) g-man you know when g-man let's be like let's talk Talk about about your your sins sins. (laughs) Yo, this dude on YouTube, G-Man, be evangelizing. 
and that's what he always said yo people they, they try to get into like deep history and all that he'd be like yo, let's talk about your sin mm. and it's like once we talk about sin dog we don't want to talk about sin no that's how we are as human beings we don't want to talk about our faults our failures you know and like you said it's like soon as jesus addressed her sin you know because we talking about water and all of that and then jesus talks about her sin it's like ah, i don't know you know right yeah let's keep this short and yeah i want this water all right but we got to deal with something first Mm -hmm. Mm. we got to deal with the sin right and that's what Mm. always happens right every time you come to the point of when you're beginning to when the holy spirit starts drawing you for real sin has to be addressed amen he starts putting his finger on it mm-hmm. as the light starts shedding in, you know in in your life in your mind in your spirit so the sin the finger yo the holy spirit is going to point his finger there when it's a true drawing of the father and he didn't do it in a condemning fashion right you know what i mean he called her out on it but and and, and, the crazy, and the crazy thing how did he know <laughs> you know what i mean he started talking about her husband and he's like, yo, you know, you don't, you know, you, you had five husbands, and then the dude you living with now ain't even your husband. Mm. Shacking up, you shacking up. Whoa, <laughs> you playing house. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, and but she wanted to test it out before sh- she got married. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, they they call it domestic partner now, right? That's what they listen. Yeah, but it's sin, according to Jesus. And the crazy thing about it, she says, sir, give me this water and look at her reason. So I will not be thirsty, nor come at the, come all the way here to draw. But to her credit, she was honest. Yeah. Right. She was honest. Yeah. You're right. You're right. She was revealing. Right. And But he was talking about eternal life. And again, like, you know, he was spiritual. She went back to the physical. And he was like, you want to talk about the physical? All right. Let's talk about your sin. Mm. And she was honest about it. Yep. You're right. That's not my husband. Yep. I've had five husbands. And like Ange, like you said, you know, I could imagine the gentleness, you know, of Jesus talking to her. He wasn't blasting her. He wasn't talking down on her. He wasn't judging her. He was like, yo. And he gave her the opportunity, right, to confess. Right. Yeah. Go get your husband. And I'm, she she was totally transparent and truthful about it. I mean, look at the, the topics that he discussed with her. Like we talked about race and then your, your sexual immorality. And he didn't come at her in a harsh way. Right. You know, he came at. And that's how people respond. You know, we, we have to learn as Christians that we we've got to come, you know, in, in a gentle fashion to people. Nobody's going to want to hear when you like like Ralph said that. You know, fire and brimstone, and that's I'm I've been learning that in my walk. Amen. You know, just yeah. <laughs> and Mike's been one that the Lord has used to beat that in me. You know, season everything with grace, and mm. so it, it's it's been it's been a journey, but I, I'm right. learning how to do that because I come from straight preaching condemnation. So, yeah, and I know what it did to people and mm-hmm. how people still look at me because yeah. that's all I came with condemnation, and right. that's a good. It point. humbled me. You know, it because and, and one thing the Holy Spirit always showed me is like, are you really trying to gain? Mm. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to prove that you know it all? Are you trying to prove that you're a scholar? Are you trying to prove somebody wrong? You know, or are you really trying to gain a soul? And right. if that is your true heart, 
you know, like the heart of Christ that, you know, everybody comes to salvation, then he convicted me and that's when I had to tone it down. But it came through a lot of, you know, pissing people off and yeah. taking people off and doing certain things. But the L Holy Spirit had to check me one day, like, well, what are you doing this for? You're right. Mm. You know what I mean? You know, just a quick point off of what Mike's like. I remember uh, uh, one quick story, guys. Story time. <laughs> so, um, it, Ralph, if I had some wood. It's reading rainbow. <laughs> Marshmallows. Reading rainbow. Some grand, crap, grand crackers and some chocolate. Yo, let me, is, let me put been, We would have been in a campfire let, right now. Let me put, let me put the U log on the. On, <laughs> you hear the cackling. At least you can hear the cackling of the wood in the back. Some s'mores because it's story time. Gather, so, gather around, kids. So, um, we, my wife and I and our daughter, we went on a on a cruise, and we were sitting, you know, on some of these cruises. They keep you with the same families um, together, um, so you eat dinner with them constantly and all yeah. of that. So my wife got into a conversation with, you know, the the man's wife, and then as they were speaking, she started asking some spiritual spiritual questions. You know, do you go to church and things of that nature? And um, immediately after that, the I started talking to the husband, and then the husband pretty much came out how much he loves you know it's all about evolution and science and i'm like oh man this is exactly i'm like yeah i got it all amped up because i studied these things and i love talking about evolution and i was like all right i'm about to rip this cat up and like <laughs> you Sons know of I, thunder. and i got all puffed up, Word up you know and i felt like yeah let me teach him something and i felt the holy spirit said Shut your mouth. Mm. You don't say a word about anything of evolution, about apologetics, because that saves no one. Wow. The gospel Ooh. saves, not your apologetics. And, mm. you know, and to the point what Mike was saying is that, you know, you easily, you know, what are we doing this for? You know, it's not here to condemn or any of that nature. Exactly. It's to save souls. And, the, and it was so special. As you see Jesus speaking to her, Right, the reason why he was gentle because this woman is a woman that's been disillusioned, she's disenfranchised, she's had many husbands, and none of them satisfied her. Right, she never and she's looking for love mm. in all the wrong places, and she's been probably mistreated, looked down upon. You know, they you know looked at her as morally um, reprehensible. Mm. So, all these things coming, so he sees a woman that's been broken through all these relationships that was never you know proper so this is how you see this is a woman that's been disillusioned mm -hmm. so that's a great place to be to be disillusioned because now you are ready because that's that point of brokenness you are ready to receive yeah and, and the world will tell you you know sometimes the world will tell you you're not complete until you know what i mean you have a lot right. of women and men that go through that you know what i mean that they're not complete until they're married you know but you know this situation like you said it brought light to the fact that she had five husbands and even the dude she was living with no. and Christ is bringing her to a point where it's like surely you need this living water right like even, Marcus was saying you still thirsty even know? this chick met the love of her life at that well mm. I gotta find that well son you know what I'm saying <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yo verse yo. 19 the woman said to him Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worship on this mountain. And you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Your her pivot game? 
<laughs> Next, she's now. trying to no, cross them over. But I'm gonna show you. It's <laughs> real how she said. I perceive that you are a prophet. You right? She was like, "What?" Because she was like, "How you, how you, you know, know about what? my husband?" She just said, huh. "She gave the, the that was a mean crossover." Yeah, she crossed. What, what the, what's the word? The what's topic. the word for that? No, there's a word for it. What's that? Um, how to? What is it? Evade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a yeah, word. That, no, there's a special the, word for it, though, man. People who do that, who just, you know what I mean? You say one thing and then they switch the topic to yeah. To, I know to, what you mean. Yeah, but I forgot the word for it. So, yeah. so um, what Jesus told her triggered, you know, this. Uh, also, her not even wanting to talk about that, but it's fine because you already admitted that you're a sinner. Right. Right. But she perceived that there's something different about you. Like, what you just revealed to me, you know, you're not supposed to, like, I don't know you. I've never met you before. And I perceive that you're a prophet, right? A, a, a person that is speaking for God. Mm-hmm. So now we're seeing, you know, her, her identity in religion. Right. Right? And, and then she, and, and she, she goes into... All right, well, which is interesting, the way she brings it up. She was like, yo, listen, we worship over here in this mountain, but you Jews, I like the way she says you Jews. <laughs> you Jews, you know, you guys say it's Jerusalem. And it's, it's an interesting um, statement she made. And I'm, I'm wondering if she was thinking about what he said. And it triggered, you know, her relationship, mm-hmm. right? Her religious relationship. And she's like, Duh, now I got to go and sacrifice. Right. Now I got to go make this right, right? Mm-hmm. Now I got to repent from my sins. Yo, what's the deal with this? You guys say we have to do it over there. You know, our forefathers did it over here. What's what's the deal? What's the right? Right? Mm-hmm. right? You're a prophet. Maybe you'll have the answer to this. So now we're seeing, we're seeing a change. And and I don't know. I, I could be totally off. Yeah, I think because I'm usually I, off. Yeah, no, but <laughs> no, no, no. But she's no, asking. She's asking about something related to worship, right? And related to what's the right way to worship? Right. Why would she be, be asking about that? I think she was asking about that because of the temple you know everything was surrounded around the temple mm-hmm. and like i said that um they had built their own temple mm-hmm. right and the jews had tore that temple down the jews didn't they even respect the temple the samaritans built right so that was a big that that was a big that was a hot button topic because it was always about where do you go to worship is always about the temple well, why is she asking that because i think he called her out about the husbands because like he said, he said, she's like, I perceive you're a prophet. You just told me about something that you shouldn't have known. No, no, right. I get that part. But why does she, why is she concerned about the right way to worship? Now? Cause think because think about it. the temple. Yeah, no, I, cause I, you want to go worship. Yeah. Maybe she wanted oh, yeah. a better sacrifice. I, you want to go, sa- exactly. Yeah, that's For those sins that he just called, called out on. That's what I'm seeing in terms of this quick pivot. Like, I'm not going to get into this with you. Yo, let me ask you this. If, since you're a prophet, since you're able to break down everything I did and you're able to reveal my sins, I'm convicted. Now, I want to repent. Okay. Yeah, I need to go sacrifice. 
we sacrifice over here. Y'all say sacrifice over there. Right. You're a Jew. Which one's right? Yeah, it, I think. It, go ahead. I mean, yeah, I, I think there is. A, yeah, I think there is some truth to her question. It wasn't. I mean, it was a pivot shift. Yep. <laughs> you know, nice it, one, nice it was. A, it was a nice crossover. <laughs> but I think there was some truth to it because we already see that she's asking these questions, where she's like, "Yo, where can I find this living water?" Right. So she's already curious. Yeah. And that was a very important mm-hmm. portion, um, um, question because, you know, she's constantly seeing everyone going up to Jerusalem. Passover just you know just happened right. just a little while ago and, that's, and, and you know right. what i'm saying so and, and i i see what you're saying you know i'm not and i'm not saying that that couldn't have been but it's like what ralph was saying you know what i mean like but then they have their they had their own temple they, like they it worshiped was it was up, destroyed it was still detr- destroyed then no no they, they, they had, had another one they had another Ger- they, or something. They had yeah. another one built I think yeah. it was just an altar, though. I it don't says, know if it our fathers fold. worshipped in this year. I don't know if there was a temple was, or not. Yeah, it was destroyed because it was destroyed by 104 BC. Yeah. So, so there wasn't was, another temple built. Yeah, so it was, it was two another. places of worship, two methods of worship. And that's why I think that was like a hot... You understand what I'm saying? Like, I get what you're saying. Like, it could have been like she was convicted. You know what I mean? But I'm looking at it like... Because he's a, she, she, she sees him as a prophet, it's like, okay, so now let's talk about religion. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, you know, if 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 I if I'm speaking to somebody and they and they start talking about, yeah, yo, I, I I'm nice with wood, and I need something in my house built. I'm gonna be like, all right, so let's talk about this room I need built. Yo, I, I, mm-hmm. it's like what Ralph says all the time. A lot of people talk to him, and I'll be like, yo, Ralph, how everybody always talking to you? He's like, cause I'm a doctor and everybody's sick. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? They know I'm a doctor, so it's like it got revealed. She's like, wait, tell me, you just told me about my life and you're not supposed to know that all right so you're a prophet that's religious all right so let's talk about religion because it's something that samaritans and the jews constantly beefed over Mm -hmm. where is the you know where should we worship where should we worship because the samaritans did their own thing and like you said there's a progression of her because she's she's showing more and more that okay i'm ignorant and this guy knows Mm -hmm. let me ask you know, she's bringing herself, she's humbling herself more and more. And like, that's why I says when he's, she's like, yo, I perceive you a prophet. She says, sir, I perceive that you're a prophet. Our father's worship. You know what I mean? Because right. I perceive you're a prophet. I'm going to talk to you about religion. What's, what's the right place of worship? Yeah. And just a quick note, notation when he says our father's worship in this mountain. So then he mentioned temple. So this mountain, because remember the, the temple that temple they were in Jerusalem was right. in Mount Moriah, but they had their temple on Mount Gerizim, mm-hmm. and that temple was destroyed. So she was just making note of the mountain right, where right. they were going. So that uh, that's what I see. But I, I get what you're saying. Like, it could have been a conviction. I mean, I, I, I see the progression with her wanting to, right, that relationship, wanting to go and sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, to that. repent. But I, which which is the right? Which, which one is right? We worship over here. You worship over there. Which one's right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? But so you know, she's I, I looking know. towards religion. She's like, this must now be a. She's, rel- she's looking at religion. So we so got now, we got race, we got culture. Now we got religion. And the crazy thing about it is, you know, when you deal with people, it's like religion and politics. Those are the two things I don't discuss. <laughs> and yo, this guy suck his teeth. <laughs> yeah, what else? What else? Yeah. But that's the, you know what I mean? People always, religion and politics, something I don't discuss. And you see it like with the Jew and the Samaritan, 
that was political. You know, that was something political, you uh-huh. know, dealing with race. And then she was open to it. Right. You know, because she's asking these questions. She's bringing up these topics. Jesus is just answering. But you could see that she was open to talk about those things. And it's, like I said again, are we open to talk about religion, race, and politics? Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. The woman said to him, I know the Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Mm. Talk about it. Let's go. This is a mouthful. Mm. So what Jesus tell her? He's talked about that hour again. <laughs> I don't know, man. That hour where he says, an hour is coming when neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. Again, I think it's pointing to that hour. I mean, he shuts down religion again. What people right. think is important, he totally just bypasses it. You know, these people, they were like, oh, my mountain where we, you know, worship is better than yours. And he's like, this is not important. Now, you I know? think he, I think the total opposite. In verse 22, he goes, you worship what you do not know. So he, again, puts her in a position of you're ignorant to, uh, when it comes to worship. Mm-hmm. He said, we worship what we know for salvation is from the Jews. No, I mean, but I see that as a specific person he's talking about. Yeah, In but the previous verse, it says the hour is coming when you will, I, you will, where are we here? Neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. Right. So I, I read that as, you know, what the question you're asking me, which place is the right place to worship? Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. He's like, none of that matters. You know, I'm I'm the way, the truth, and the life. It doesn't matter where, what mountain you're specifically worshiping. That's what I see him as mm-hmm. something that these cultures thought was so important. He's shutting that down. So, Angelo, right. it's no longer centralized, right? Yeah, to it's either an, location. It's, it's not a particular location that you're right. going to worship. Exactly. That's right. what so, I see. So Jesus is introducing this new economy, mm. right? Where, all right, not a temple. Nah, 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 nah. All of that stuff is going to be set aside. Exactly. So, so, you know, the first statement he says, listen, the, the hour is coming where, dog, it doesn't matter. Yeah, this right. mountain, that mountain, like, yeah. it's, it's not it's about not locale. About, it's not about location, right? And what else, what else does he say? You worship what you do not know. Okay. Mike brought it up. Dog, you you ignorant about what you what you're doing. Your religious practices is in ignorance, right? Because he says we know what we worship. Him being a Jew, mm-hmm. and he says why? For What's salvation is of the Jews, right? He was it, listen. God sanctioned the Jews for this. This is what I'm recognizing. That's right. Right, so God I think, accepts yeah. faith mm-hmm. that came through the Jews. Right, this book that we're reading, 
was is a Jewish book written by Jews. The person, God that she's talking to, was born of a Jewish woman. Mm-hmm. Jesus was a Jew. Yep. Right. So it's like, right. Listen, this 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 uh this message of God, how to get to God, the the promises of God. Yo, it came through the Jews. Yep. So yep. you guys. Yo, <laughs> I thought we were gonna go a whole episode. Yeah, I thought we was gonna go high up. Hey, yo, he banged the mic all the way Wish. from east to west. Yo, but I thought I thought all religions was acceptable to God, and that and mm. that's that's why I'm like when she when she when he goes, you worship what you do not know. Like the Samaritans had this, the Samaritans had this this, they had their own religion. Like they You're took right. the first f- uh, five books of Moses, mm-hmm. they mingled it with a whole bunch of different other religions that's why he says as a samaritan you don't know what you're worshiping yeah you building your own temple in mount gerizim and yo you don't know what you're worshiping so he clearly states to her like the way you're worshiping is wrong like that's a clear statement and that's why he goes back to salvation is from the jews and goes to what marcus was saying that you know christ is a jew you know when he comes with his kingdom it's going to be in jerusalem like all nations, it, when you read the scripture, it says all nations is going to have to go there and right. pay homage to Christ and worship Christ in Jerusalem. Right. So Christ is a Jew, and that's why he says salvation is from the Jews. So that religion that you have mixed up with um, half Paganism, of that, <laughs> half of this, or you take a little bit of part of this, you take right. a little and you make you make up this religion that you have or you make up this belief that you have, you don't know what you're worshiping because it's it's you know, it's a very clear statement salvation is from the jews that so, was point blank and clear so he clearly answered her question like yeah. in terms of like which mountain so first he says it doesn't matter which mountain but then he comes back and says it is of the jews because it was like sanctioned right? right right so she she's you know jesus clearly you know explicitly say listen not all religion is accepted by god right it's right. only what was sanctioned by god that's right and what he sanctioned was through the jews right we go to romans and you know jews they got the the, the oracles they jew and, first and the gentiles and right. through the jews all nations will be blessed yep that's what he and told she, Abraham. and she was face to face with that blessing yeah and he's also telling her like listen uh yeah, it's it's no longer centralized, right? It's not going to be limited to a place. It's not going to be limited to a temple. That's why he's telling her. And then, you know, he says the hour is coming and is now where true worshipers, going into true worshipers, worshiping in spirit and in truth. True worshipers that are what? That want to worship the Father, right? That's right. It has to be in spirit and in truth. It's not. It's not in a place or the temple so you could be anywhere and you could worship the father so he's like yo this new economy is coming in right but it's not religious it's not it's not religious it's not it's not about religion it's about spirit and it's about truth and this is very interesting when you look at the contrast in terms of like when you spoke with nicodemus when he says you must be born again and he says you um and that was you seeing that this is a spiritual aspect and then as he speaks to this woman here He's telling her you have to worship in truth, you know, in terms of like um, knowing that it's not, you know, centralized. It's a different economy. 
you know so now and it's the way god ordained it to happen so now where are we seeing it where the spirit aspect where you must be born again and not only must you be born again you must um do it according to the dictates of god from heaven Mm, and not it. in your own way right. not a hodgepodge of you know all roads lead to no yeah there's one way yeah and, one and, road and you see that so one truth in, in the in many churches today man some some of them have all truth no spirit some of them have all spirit no truth you know mm -hmm. but the lord gives us you know the the proper way to to worship him you know and and when there you have that imbalance especially when you don't have the truth mm. I mean, there's a lot of dangerous things that can happen, man. Different spirits infiltrate. Like, it gets crazy. So we got to read this word. Yeah. And it's, yo, he says the father, for the father is seeking such mm. to worship. Yeah, mm. I like that. Yo, I like the that. father is seeking for worshipers. Crazy. For people to worship him. He, like, he wants that. He wants that relationship. Yep. You know what I'm but it has to be in truth and it has to be in truth in his spirit. spirit. And you think about, you know, when he says, um, we go back to the beginning of John, where it says in the beginning was the word. You know, and there's a part in John where he also goes that he goes, um, sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. Hmm. You know, so for you to get the truth, if you want to worship the Father in spirit and in truth, pick up the Bible. Amen. Pick up his word. That's it. You know, so because how, his word is truth. So how do you do it in spirit? Hmm. I mean, that's a good question. But, mm. you know, I, I think that the more you abide in his word, you know, the more you pray, you know, just this, the Holy Spirit indwells with, with us. So the more mm -hmm. we feed the Holy Spirit, you know, we, we're just naturally we're going to be walking in the spirit. So now he was talking to Nicodemus right being born from, from above, above being born in the spirit so nicodemus okay. probably had a lot of truth that's, that's why right. he was like yeah, nicodemus, he how you don't know a all lot these of things truth. right right but nicodemus didn't probably you know of course i'm i'm just freestyling right now so 99 percent <laughs> of the chances that i'm off but nicodemus though you have to be spirit right? that's right you have the truth part because you've been studying this all your life but you have to be born again of the spirit. Oh, so the only right. way you can worship in spirit, because he, he goes on to say that God is spirit. Right. All right, if God is spirit, how am I going to worship him in spirit and in truth? So you have to be born, born of again. the spirit. That's so right. you have to be born from above. You have to be mm. spirit. And yeah. how do you get there? That's why he kicked with Nicodemus. Exactly. You have it to be born to, again. You have to, and it's a point of, it's the water. And the word. <laughs> and it's the, the embryonic fluid of the water. <laughs> but it, I look at it as, yeah, you got you to gotta be humble. Then you got to, like, like we've been seeing it that it is not religion. It's relationship. It has to be real. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And that's why he's like, it's not centralized. It's no longer going to be at a temple because it's real. And just like how you said with Nicodemus, like the spirit is like the wind. You know what I mean? It blows wherever it wants. And to be born of the spirit, you know, you think about Romans, you know, your spirit bear witness with the Holy Spirit that you are the child of God. You know, when you, um, like Angela was saying, are aligned with the Holy Spirit and you've been convicted and you humbled yourself, you know, under God and you've accepted the fact that you're a sinner and you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you know, that's when the spirit come upon you and you're born of the spirit.
You know, you know what I like in 25, which kind of showed me because she she pretty much said, you know, I know the Messiah is coming and when he comes, he's going to he's going to tell us all these things. So I'm picturing her hearing, you know, getting right. all this stuff and just, yo, man, this is confusing. Right. I don't know what you're saying, but she had hope. Mm hmm. Right. Because she was like, all right, even though I don't fully get what you're saying. My hope is in the Messiah that's going to come and all of this will be figured out. Right. Right. I'm going to have the answers. He'll tell me. He's going to tell us. So I see that hope that she had. Uh-huh. And and go ahead, Ralph. No, you know, just when you when you when you're saying that the hope that she has, you can see her progression. You know what I'm saying? Initially, she referred to him as a Jew. Then he moved from being a Jew, being greater than a Jacob. Then mm-hmm. after being greater than Jacob, a prophet, prophet, and now Christ. So you're seeing this gradual progression, right. mm-hmm. you know, from Jew to being the Christ himself, mm-hmm. right? And then, um, and just in contrast between her and as you guys was talking about uh, Nicodemus, like all of this is just standing out. Um, you know, Nicodemus, a noble man, Jew. Here's a unnamed woman, you know. Bad rep, good rep Sinner. for Nicodemus. Mm-hmm. Wealthy, she's poor probably, you know. And Nicodemus came to Jesus. Jesus came to her, you know. Mm. He had he was outstanding socially. She was a social outcast, right? He was religious and upright. She was worldly, immoral. He was a man. She was a woman. She was a woman, you know. Um, there was no immediate response when, as Jesus spoke to Nicodemus, her. We seeing an immediate response happening here. Um, he began talking spiritual things with Nicodemus. Immediately, he went straight to the point. You got to be born again, right? Her, he started speaking physical things, you know, He's with the water, and he progressed gradually. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing all these great contrasts that he's showing us. Be all things to all men. And you know what I'm thinking about? Just her life. Just just from that last statement she made. Mm-hmm. You know, her the probably getting dogged out by dudes. Right. People talking bad about her. You know, she's traveling by herself to get the water. She probably had no real connection with anybody. She's living with somebody. She knows she's living in sin. She's living in just uncomfortable. But she always had that hope. Mm. And that's what was able to carry her through day by day. Because she had the hope, right, that the Messiah is coming. And then what did Jesus say? Yo, I need to go to the Messiah Mm. came to her, dog. That's what she was waiting for. That's what her. That's what her hope was in. That's crazy. Because she said that she was like, "Yo, I don't understand a lot of this stuff. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not trying to figure it out. I'm okay with not understanding because I know my hope is coming, and he's gonna break everything down. Even though she didn't have it all together. Right. But she that's had a, a hope. great point. And she was talking to her hope face to face. And it's crazy because Jesus explicitly revealed his identity to her he didn't do that to anybody else the first person that he explicitly revealed not only his identity but the gospel was to a woman Mm. a sinner an outcast an outcast outcast. that's who he revealed he was like yo i'm that person that you're hoping for 
she i think she totally is what this podcast is about like through the whole thing she knew in part Mm. great point (laughs) you know what i mean everything she is like she had bits like you said she had bits and pieces she knew in part she didn't have everything and she's exactly that last line is like what this podcast is about you know like she said what i know that messiah is coming you know and when the one who will declare and when that one come will declare all things to us so she knew in part but she knew once the messiah came she would put all the pieces together amen that that you know that last part really it really stood out and even when you go into the the actual you know the literal way that he stated That's right it has that i am the i am statement the i am statement which echoes back to um you know uh the old testament uh moses the burning the mountain, bush the burning bush you know that name of god that's that's how he says it to her and i really thought we would have gotten to the other section of this but we got to Nah, I never we thought gotta, that. We got <laughs> This was this is too much. And it's right. it's crazy how, you know, in the be- the first chapter he talks about light, you know. The second chapter um we had we had a uh, the had wedding. Light. We had the wedding, mm-hmm. but I'm talking no, I skip to the third chapter where he's talking about um the spirit being like the wind. Mm-hmm. He talks right. about the wind, like breath, like you know, spit, you know, air, and here he's talking about water. Like he's, you're seeing each of these chapters, and he's pointing out these important elements that we need as human beings to survive. Mm. Like you need light as a human being. Mm. You can't just sit in the dark. Exactly. You know what I mean? You need, you need air to breathe. You know, and and uh, you know, just like how you know when we was going through Nicodemus and. He was using it as the air, and then now here he uses water, and then later on you're gonna see him use something else. You know, I don't want to um, spoil it, but when he get there, he uses. But he's using these, these things where people is like, yo, I can't live. You like, you can't live without water. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dog, I got something better. Yep. Mm. You know, I got so, that that <laughs> that living. living water. Yeah, I got that living water. It's something, and you sit. And you got to say he's sitting there tired, thirsty. Mm. He didn't, you know what I mean? Probably hungry. He sent his disciples for food, but this engagement that he's going through is just like, he's like, yo, I got something way better than that water that you're getting. Yeah, you know what I mean. So this, these these things that we are that we feel like we can't live without these physical things, these natural things. Jesus is always offering something better. Mm. than these things that we feel like we can't live without. So real right. quick, final thoughts. Ange. Mm. Like just what, two quick things, what Mike was talking about, man. Like Christ, he was tired, he was hungry, he was thirsty. And it's always those times that I've noticed in my life when I, when I don't want to go evangelize, when I don't want to do something for the Lord because I'm physically exhausted. Every time I push myself, the Lord shows up. There's a divine appointment. There's something that happens because the Lord showed up and it's nothing in my own power or strength. And I just think as Christians, we got to push through those times where we're feeling weak. And just the last thing that I just see here for those ladies out there that are 
searching for for happiness in different men like this woman you know she found the love of her life in jesus christ at a well when she wasn't even looking for it so i mean that's just something that men too yeah men too but i'm just (laughs) saying worse for this specific men are worse. Know, uh, <laughs> men are the it's worst. Because the men the men probably did this up. Yo, be the men are the worst. Now, I, I don't want to put it all on the men. Shows Yo, the filthy's men. not bad, son. <laughs> Chill. It be the men, be Yeah, it be the men. It be the men. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta take the blame. <laughs> you gotta take the Yo, blame. Yo, listen, <laughs> yo, Christ ain't call out the men, he called out her. Yeah. Right? And so that's just... why I'm like, cause I, I know what y'all saying, but you know, we're, Whoever's we're looking that, for happiness yeah, in, in other right individual places. individuals, right. it's always in Christ. So if you out there and you just stressful you, because of relationships, look to Jesus, amen. man. Ralph, you got ten seconds because Ange ate up twenty <laughs> of yours. All right, like um, the biggest point is that she would like Ange was saying, looking in satisfaction in all the wrong places, and it's not just relationships. You know, it could be whether it be success, money, education, drugs. Alcohol, all these things are just empty wells that will never satisfy. You know, these things are just, you know, um, it's just going to make you more thirsty. You need the living water. You need the living water, and you can only find that through Jesus Christ. Amen. Mike P. Um, I was just thinking about two scriptures about the living water. It says Jeremiah 2.13. It says, for my people have committed two evils. Mm-hmm. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewed them down as cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. And in Jeremiah, um, I think 17 and 13 or 7 and 13, it says, Lord, the hope of Israel, all the f- all that forsake thee shall be ashamed. And they that depart from me shall be written in the earth because they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living waters. Jesus Christ is the living water. God is the living water. And like my brother Ralph said, there's nothing that's going to satisfy you in this world like Jesus Christ. Listen, if you want to know how to deal people, deal with people, different race, different sex, different status, people that you might look at as immoral, you look at Jesus and see how he dealt with them. Yeah. And see what was important to him. Um, and what was important was their soul. Souls. Right? He saw them as imagers of God mm. he didn't see skin color he didn't see culture he didn't religion. see status he didn't see religion he didn't see any of that he Sex. just saw a soul that needed uh, empty soul amen that so he didn't let filled. the sin stop him from so speaking to them too if you want to know especially like Ange brought up before how to deal if you want the answers look to Jesus Christ Look to Jesus. Um, and do you want to close this out? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Heavenly Father, Lord, we are just so grateful for this opportunity to come together, Lord, as brothers to dissect your word, Lord, just to sharpen each other. Um, Lord, and for those that are eavesdropping on our conversation, Lord, I pray that they were edified. I pray that your truth, Lord, would just run rampant through their hearts and their spirit and their minds, Lord, and that they would know that you father you are the the way the truth and the life lord and um father i pray that the love that we have for you that it would be um something that this world would eventually come to as well lord in this difficult season that we're living in as human beings lord i pray 
the love of Christ, Father, over every human being in this world, Lord, that they would all turn to you at some point. Mm -hmm. So, Jesus, we love you. We are just so grateful for everything that you're doing behind the scenes, Lord. And um, we look forward to continuing on in this podcast, if it is your will. Um, So, Lord, bless those who are listening. Bless those who will listen at some point in the future. Um, And continue to, to keep us here together, Lord, in unity and love. Um, as the enemy undoubtedly is attacking, uh, but we trust in you. So, Father, we love you. In your name, I pray. Amen.